Hey, welcome back to Woman Talk to God, WTTG. It's been a minute, y'all. I'm your host, your girl, Sean Owens, and I'm super excited that you have decided to join us for 25 days in December of Making Much of Jesus. We will be hearing some awesome testimonies from both men and women how Jesus is still saving souls. Let's tune in. Hey, friends. Today I have the honor to sit and chat with my sister, Faith. This girl is hilarious. We are about to hear her testimony of how Jesus is still saving sinners like you and me. Welcome to the podcast, sis. Thank you. Yeah. Can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Yeah. So um, I am originally from Chicago, but I moved around a little bit. Um, I've lived in San Jose, California and out in the boonies in Nevada and uh, had no cell phone reception or address. And so got kind of tired of that uh suburb life you know no that's not even suburb that's like very rural life um and so i moved out to dc and i've been here for about two years now um i work in hr at a disaster relief organization and i am a member of anacostia river church Sweet, where i got the pleasure to meet you love you know you and you've been a blessing to me and you to me sean Okay. Well, what was your life like before, um, before Christ faith? Yeah, I think before I knew Christ, um, I had grown up in the church my whole life. And so I knew God and I knew about him more on an academic level. Like I could recite scripture to you because I would go to Awana and I would, um, go to Sunday school at my church and I even taught Sunday school at church. Um, So I knew God on an academic level, and occasionally when I would go to youth retreats, I would really feel something in my soul and really feel that emotion and that passion stirred for God, but the flame always dwindled out, you know, two days into being home from that retreat. Um, So I didn't feel like I had anything real with God per se, but I didn't think anything was wrong. Um... So I I was very Pharisee-like, not only just in terms of a a high knowledge of scripture and whatnot, but just in in the condition of my heart. I thought I was better than people. I was judgmental. Um, I really put a lot of pride in my identity as the good Christian girl who did what she was told and who followed the Bible outwardly, um, because that's the funny thing about the heart is you can't see it, but you can see outward behaviors. So um, my outward behavior really aligned with scripture, um, but the condition of my heart, that's a lot easier to go unchecked. So um, that's where that self-righteousness and that judgmental attitude sort of um, cropped up. And yeah, I think that's where I was before Christ. Wow. That, that heart piece is nothing but the truth, how you said it. Um, so when was that moment? that um, you place your faith in Jesus? Yeah, so I I do think that I was a believer from early on, but I feel like I was in that Bible story where there's the disciples walking next to Jesus and suddenly their, uh, their blinders are lifted and their eyes are open to see Christ and to see that mm-hmm. they're actually walking with Jesus. And so I, I really feel like my testimony is similar to that in that I was walking with Christ, but I didn't appreciate his beauty and I didn't see him fully for the joy that he is until college. 
um, it was my freshman year and I was leading a ministry. Uh, we did chapel drama, which was, you know, putting on different skits during chapel um, to communicate the gospel. Um, and I remember as part of that, they paired us up with a mentor and she would meet with us weekly and just sort of see how you're doing and, and encourage you in the Lord and whatnot. Um, so I remember over the course of maybe two different meetings, um, one of them, she asked me to write down the way that I think people would describe me. And I remember writing down, you know, caring and funny and Christian girl and the different descriptors that I would use or that I thought other people would use to describe me. And then she asked me to cross off every one of the descriptors that depended on something that I do. And I thought about it and I was like, okay, you know, I'm only funny because I tell jokes. I'm only caring because I do X, Y, and Z. And by the time I had finished, I think every adjective was crossed off. And that was a real earth-shaking moment for me. I think that was like what solidified it for me. Um, you know, over the course of these two meetings, I just realized that I had tried to be my own savior and I had tried to build up this identity for myself based on my own righteousness. And it suddenly dawned on me that if I ever stopped doing any one of these things, my entire identity crumbles. And mm. I like stability. I, I don't like when things are fickle. And I realized like my own transient human nature in that. And I realized that I wasn't able to save myself and my identity wasn't going to cut it. And um, so my mentor replaced all of the descriptors that I had used with real, uh, real descriptors in scripture, like child of God, forgiven, redeemed, um, you know, dearly loved by God, things that are true of me no matter what, um, and based on the work of Christ, not my own work. Wow, what a great exercise, man. It was good. Oh, wow. I, it was a setup. It was a setup and I didn't know it. <laughs> Mm hmm. Right. What was your life? What has your life been since knowing Christ? Um, from that moment, I was just like, I was taken by the Lord. I felt like, oh, my goodness, he is perfect. And he is like, I felt that joy of being a Christian and of knowing that you're saved and, and not that obligation. And um, so that was a real joy to me. Um, and after that, I think, again, that fire sort of died down. And I, I knew the gospel and I was a believer. But I think for a while, it was just a really long dry spell of not really feeling like reading the word, not really feeling like praying. And it's still something I fight through. And um, recently, uh, through ARC, through uh, hanging out with some girls at church, we have started a, a small group. Um, yeah, um, somebody from church, you know, sent out word and said, does anybody want to read through the Bible chronologically? And so we've been doing that. And it has been a real blessing to, uh, to wake up in the morning and to devote time to seeking the Lord and to reading his word, um, even when it feels confusing, because we're in the Old Testament, or um, even when you're reading through a genealogy, it's just, it's, it feels good to seek the Lord and to learn from him and to be uh, instructed and to be encouraged by my sisters who are also reading that with me. Um, so I think recently it's just been uh, the consistency has been helpful. And I've noticed that 
my desire for Christ has increased. And I was recently listening to a sermon where the pastor was saying um, that when we get to heaven, we are going to want Jesus completely. There is going to be no reservation in us. And I felt like I just wanted to weep when I heard those words because I was thinking about how broken my heart is and how bent on sin my heart is um, that I would reject God or that I would like, you know, choose to scroll through Facebook or choose to go make breakfast or something instead of seeking God, um, that I would put other things before him. And just to know that Christ is the one who changes hearts and that, um, that he is the one who can empower me on earth to want him. But even beyond that, that when I get to heaven, I will not have to stress about that ever again, that my heart will be made new and will be made, um, you know, this heart of stone will be replaced with a heart of flesh that loves God and seeks after him. So that was really encouraging. Very encouraging. Thank you for sharing that. In this season, sis, what scripture would you say that you're leaning into now? Um, oh, I don't know if I have one for this season per se, but I guess it kind of fits. Um, I really enjoy Philippians 1.9. I'm going to read it to you. Um, And this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight, so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Christ to the glory and praise of God. Um, And I just really love that first verse, Philippians 1.9, where it talks about your love abounding more and more in knowledge and depth of insight, because I think we think of love as this hippy dippy sort of fluid feeling. And um, here scripture is saying that our love of God is rooted in our knowledge of him. And um, I think second Peter also talks about that, like grace and peace be yours in abundance. And that's through Christ. So just that, that knowledge of Christ brings that joy and that peace and that, that knowledge of God our love of God is rooted in our knowledge of him and I think that's kind of fitting with my newfound study of his word so amen sis um what words of encouragement would you give to an unbeliever who just heard your testimony who just heard you share your scriptures that you you know believe in what would you say to encourage them to um put their faith and trust in this Jesus yeah I think I would encourage them that um that they're not alone that scripture says there's no one righteous so don't feel like your sin is too much for God don't feel like you're beyond redemption or if you're a believer and you've uh you've sort of like slipped away or you've um you've slipped back into old lifestyles like just knowing that no sin is too great for God that he takes you as you are and he he changes your heart and you are his. Um, so just trusting in uh, the salvation that Christ brings, knowing that you can't be your own savior, knowing that um, that Christ is the way and the truth and the life, and he's able to save you. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much, sis, for your time. Thank you for sharing your story with us and Merry Christmas. Thank you so much, Sean. Merry Christmas to you too. It's been a pleasure. Bye. Thank you for tuning in. I hope that by listening to this testimony, you have been encouraged. If you are listening and you are not a believer, which means that you have not placed your faith in Jesus, I pray that you realize that you are a sinner in need of a savior. 
I encourage you to reach out to the person that shared this podcast with you and tell them that you would like to learn more about Jesus. If you are a believer, I encourage you to go tell it. Go tell someone about Jesus. Go and share the gospel. It's all about him. He is our only hope. And I also hope that you would tune in tomorrow as we are making much of Jesus.